sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet. Let's all sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet. Let's all warble like nightingales. Give your throat a treat. Take a time from the bird. Now you all know the word. Hello again out there in uh, Birdland. It's Hanson Tebbets along with uh, Chip Darmstadt. Another fantastic uh, May weekend. The uh, type you order up and want to put in a bottle and put on the shelf for another day, right? Right, or another couple weeks. <laughs> I, yeah, I, this is my favorite time of year with early spring when things are just leafing out. And yeah, I would just love to extend that season for weeks and weeks. There's no doubt there's plenty of green in the Green Mountains right now. No doubt. And the black flies haven't really started biting quite yet. No. Maybe just the males are out. Well, it took 35 seconds to talk about bugs into the uh, broadcast here. <laughs> I, knew, I knew it was coming. <laughs> Bird food. Uh, you're a good old Vermonter, Chip. <clears throat> yeah. All right. I've never seen the bugs this bad this early in the year. <laughs> and what about that mud season? <laughs> what about that mud season? How about them potholes? Yeah. And it's dry and we need rain and it's too wet and yeah. Uh, okay, enough enough of the silliness. All right, we're going to talk about uh, believe it or not, we're going to talk about thrashers this week. Thrashers. Talk about uh we're going to start with the brown thrasher. Yeah. Um the brown thrasher, I've been seeing quite a few of them uh, this this month, and for some reason more than uh, more than usual for me. I, maybe it's because of the places I've been going birding, but yeah, the brown thrasher is back in Vermont. It's a more of a short distance migrant. Winters in the southern U.S. related to the mockingbird and the catbird. They're all uh, what are called mimic thrushes or mimid thrushes or mimidy. And uh, they are back and singing away, and they're they're quite a songster. Hmm. Yeah, we used to have one in the back pasture many years ago, um, and it liked to nest in a. Um, I want to say it was a, like a rose rose hip bush. Huh. Yeah. But on I the would, ground, I, the only thrasher nest I've ever seen was I found on the ground. Yeah. Well, this was a very you know small bush. It was you know only a couple of feet off the ground. Um, but I remember it, it was near the cow path as you went out to get the cows in the back pasture. It was um, it was out there and you'd see it. But I don't think I've seen a thrasher around here for a very, very long time. Yeah, you know, I don't think they're quite as common as they used to be in Vermont. And they are a early successional species, so they love brushy habitats that eventually in Vermont grow up to be forest. So once a, once a brushy second growth area uh, becomes full of mature or you know close to mature trees, the thrashers are gone. So they like open areas with lots of brush, thickets, forest edge. So they tend to nest in habitats that over time basically disappear, that you know, turn into forest. So um, places like you know the nature center, North Branch Nature Center. When I first started there, it, they were nesting species, and now you know it, there's the habitat isn't quite right for them. So they they do move on when the habitat changes. Mm-hmm. And they're um, 
they're actually a very um, a neat bird because they, uh, what, about size, maybe a little smaller than a blue jay. Am I right? Yeah, maybe between a, you know, a robin and a, and a blue jay in size with a really long tail. So they're kind of rusty colored overall on the upper parts and then brown streaks on the under parts of heavy curved bill and this staring yellow eye and the tail is really long very long rusty colored tail so kind of a gangly bird um looks, can look a little sinister with that staring yellow eye and they're they're they're, they're um they're mimics right they are yeah so you know the mockingbird may have the thrasher beat there because the the mockingbird's an excellent mimic they can you know do these dead-on imitations of a lot of birds calls but thrashers may have the most the the highest number of songs i've seen uh, in various sources that they have over a thousand songs that they can sing uh and their you know their imitations are maybe not as spot on as a mockingbird but they string together the most amazing uh you know collection of song phrases um some original and some you know some borrowed from other species. What else is on your um, What else is on your bird feeder? Well, in terms of those mimics, uh, gray catbird is the other one in that family that we have. There's a, there's quite a few other western species, but in Vermont we have the mockingbird, which is fairly scarce, the brown thrasher, and then probably the most common mimic thrush is the the gray catbird, which is you know all over the state. Any kind of brushy, especially wet habitat, you'll find the gray catbird, which also is a mimic, although not as accomplished as the mockingbird or the brown thrasher. They, you know, their song is kind of a more scratchy delivery, more, you know, random jumble of notes. But every once in a while, they'll, you know, they'll, you'll hear another species in there that's, you know, spot on. Like, I, re- I remember one at the nature center that was imitating a willow flycatcher, you know, the fits view of a willow flycatcher. So for a while, I thought we had a willow flycatcher hanging around the nature center, and then I realized, no, it's this gray catbird because I could never find find the uh, the willow flycatcher, and and it was always the, a gray catbird would always pop up after I heard it. Um, so they do imitate other species, but their song is more of a scratchy ramble of notes. Mm. Well, let's. Uh, I'm going to back up here just a little bit, uh, Chip. I'm going to. We're going to listen now to the uh, um, to the brown fa- brown thrasher. I found it here. So let's listen to the brown thrasher just briefly here. It really is a, um, a beautiful sound with the brown thrasher. It's uh, kind of bubbly. It's got a lot going on. It does yeah? They're often giving that song from high up in a tree. Other times of the year, they can be hard to see skulking in the under in the uh, undergrowth in, the, in a hedgerow. But when they're singing, they're often out exposed like that. Uh, and you know, I don't know if you could hear, but the songs are often in pairs. So, and by song, I mean like each of those phrases is considered a song. So the those song phrases are in pairs, whereas a mockingbird is usually like repeated three or more times. A catbird. Kepper doesn't tend to do much repeating, so that's that's the thing to listen for for a um, a brown thrasher song is that 
you know, long, continuous so- um, song with lots of song phrases connected together and often in, in pairs. I, I find it hard when they're far away. Am I hearing a mockingbird or am I hearing a thrasher? But it's much more obvious when you're close by you can really listen well. All right. I found the great catbird. So let's take a listen to the, um, to the um, uh, catbird here. Another neat bird. Another mimic. Very chatty, though. Very chatty. And they're back now, too. Um, Great catbirds are in their usual habitats, brushy, often wet, brushy areas around ponds or rivers. Um, But they're all back in the state now, and uh, as is the thrasher, the mockingbird's the only one that that uh, will spend the winter here in Vermont, but they're the scarcest of the three. Yeah, good stuff. So we're uh, doing some mimics. The uh, our yellow-bellied sapsucker uh, is back. Um, this, oh. It's uh, it goes to the end of the barn. There's in on the tin roof. Um, it goes wild. It just every every single morning it's doing that, and then there's another one that responds to it. Nice. Is that your alarm call in the morning now? It, it, it is incredible how far that uh, hammering can travel. I mean, it's uh, extraordinary how far it goes. So um, it's kind of a neat sound, though. But uh, on and on, you know, first two hours of the morning, he's uh, hammering away. Um, and then there's a response. So there must be a nest somewhere because they come back year after year. Yeah, I don't know if you, if you have a poplar grove nearby. They love nesting in excavating a cavity in a poplar tree is where I find them aspen tree uh, yeah they're you know, common woodpecker all over the state and really distinctive drumming that how it slows down like that and it's kind of uneven spacing between the notes so it's an easier woodpecker to tell by just by the drumming pattern yeah, you bet well we do have to uh, fly out of here for another weekend enjoy your May birding and we'll do it again next weekend I'm Anson Tebbets Chipped arm stat. Or the birds. Let's all sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet. Let's all sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet. Let's all warble like nightingales. Give your throat a treat. Take your time from the birds. Now you all know.